Hello. So tonight we are going to read some short stories from the website Wattpad. So W-A-T-T-P-A-D dot com. They are computer generated stories. So they're, uh, they're made by bots, basically. So this one doesn't have, I don't think they have, I'm not sure if they have names or not, but this one says, Two Daring Uncles Laughing to the Beat. So I think that's kind of the title. Uh, Suki Khan was thinking about Mavis Blacksmith again. Mavis was a brutal angel with a pale head and small leg. Suki walked over to the window and reflected on her empty surroundings. She had always hated big, big wingers with its faff-talking, frantic food. It was a place that encouraged her tendency to feel shocked. Then she saw something in the distance, or rather someone. It was the brutal figure of Mavis Blacksmith. Suki gulped. She glanced at her own reflection. She was cute, forgetful, lemonade drinker skinny head and tall leg. Her friends saw her as a slimy, short Satan. Once she had even rescued a dead baby shark from a burning building. But not even a cute person who had once rescued a dead baby shark from a burning building was prepared for what Mavis had in store today. So just in case you hadn't noticed, <laughs> these are a little bit garbled. So basically with these story generators, you put in, you know, the verbs and nouns and names of people and places and colours and whatnot. And then it makes a story for you. So they very rarely make sense. Uh, the rainy teas like kissing shark, making Suki dressed. Suki grabbed a stupid ham that had been strewn nearby. She massaged it with her fingers. As Suki stepped out and Mavis came closer, she could see the huge glint in her eye. I am here because I want a kiss, Mavis bellowed in a rude tone. She slammed her fist against Suki's chest with the force of 5,865 Sega Antelope. I friggin' love you, Suki Khan. Suki looked back, even more stressed and still fingering the stupid ham. Mavis, I'm too dangerous, she replied. They looked at each other with surprised feelings like two knotty, knowing kittens running at a very brave movie night. Which had pop music playing in the background and two daring uncles laughing to the beat. Suddenly, Mavis lunged forward and tried to punch Suki in the face. Quickly, Suki grabbed the stupid ham and brought it down on Mavis' skull. Mavis's pale head trembled and her small leg wobbled. She looked sad, her body raw like a burnt bad bacon. Then she let out an agonising groan and collapsed into the ground. Moments later, Mavis Blacksmith was dead. Suki Khan went back inside and made herself a nice drink of lemonade. The end. It reminds me a little bit of, um, oh, what's it called? Jabberwocky. I think the other thing with this is you can choose the um, you can choose the themes. So they have a ghost, monster, random, romance, that sort of thing. 
so I don't think that was half romance, half horror, maybe. What else have we got? It's also an app, by the way. Alice the Vampire Slayer A teen vampire story There's a tall new girl in Deathville Deathville And she has everybody talking Stunningly skinny and devastatingly curvy All the girls want her However, Jessica Norris has a secret She's an ugly vampire Alice Walker is a tall sexy girl who enjoys drinking she becomes fascinated by Jessica and can't stop pipe with her bare hands. She doesn't understand why she's so standoffish. Her best friend, a fairy griffin named Brad, helps Alice begin to piece together the puzzle. Together, they discover the ultimate weapon, the round, fat dagger. When bodies start turning up all over Deathville, Alice begins to fear the worst. The griffin urges her to report Jessica to the police. Well, she knows she should, so what's stopping her? She may resist Jessica's pipe, but can she resist her charms? Will she be caught kissing with the vampire? Adrenaline kicks in as I slide down the black and white walls. Oh, hold on, I'm just going to check if this is still a bot. I don't think it is. Hmm. Okay, I'm not going to read that because I don't know if that's still the random generated one and I don't want to read someone's story without their permission. So let's go back to random. I'm not sure how to find out which ones are bot generated. Generated. Yeah, random computer generated. Okay. Let's try another website. Here's a website that got shot that was apparently quite good. You know what? Oh, here we go. Reddit to the rescue. But it is Reddit, so we have to find one that's not uh, NSFW. Hmm. This is not going very well, is it, kids? 
go to wiki and a article So, the random article that Wikipedia has come up with is Taylor Lautner. Taylor Daniel Lautner, born February 11th, 1992, is an American actor, voice actor, and model. He is known for playing Jacob Black in the Twilight Saga film series based on the novel of the same name by Stephanie Meyer. Let's get a cool signature. Lautner began his acting career. Lautner began his acting career playing bit roles in comedy series such as The Bernie Mac Show, 2003, and My Wife and Kids, 2004. I remember that show. Before having voice roles in television series like What's New Scooby Doo, 2005. Danny Phantom, 2005. In 2005, he appeared in the film Cheaper by the Dozen, 2, and starred in The Adventures of Shark Boy and Lava Girl, 3D. He also starred in the 2011 action film Abduction. From 2014 to 2018, Lorna starred in the BBC sitcom Cuckoo. I've watched that actually. Um, As the son of the titular character. No, that's not right. He's the boyfriend of the daughter of the character. Um, in 2016, he played a leading role in Dr. Cassidy Cascade in the second season of Fox Black comedy series Screen Queens. I feel like that should be dark comedy, but anyway. The late 2000s saw Lautner become a teen idol and sex symbol after extensively changing his physique to keep the role of Jacob Black in further Twilight installments and generating media, media attention for his looks. In 2010, he was ranked second on Glamour's 50th Sexiest Men of 2010 list and fourth on People's Most Amazing Bodies list. Also in the same year, Lautner was named the highest paid teenager Teenage actor in Hollywood. Early life. Lorna was born on February 11, 1922, in Grand Rapids, Michigan. The son of Deborah and Daniel Lautner, his mother worked for a software development company, while his father was a Midwest Airlines pilot. He has one younger sister named McKenna. Raised as a Catholic, Lautner has Austrian, Dutch, English, French, German, Irish, and Swiss ancestry, and has stated that he has distant Native American ancestry, specifically Ottawa and Potawatomi, through his mother. He grew up in Hudsonville, Michigan, a town near Grand Rapids. He has stated that he was bullied in school because he was an actor. 
He commented, I just had to tell myself I can't let this get to me. This is what I love to do, and I'm going to continue doing it. He took his first karate class at the age of six. A year later, he attended the National Karate Tournament in Louisville, Kentucky, where he met Michael Chatterton, the founder of Extreme Martial Arts. They invited Lautner to a camp that he held at the University of California, Los Angeles. Lautner trained with them for several years, earning his black belt by the age of eight. What? And winning several junior world championships. He appeared in an Isco Karate event televised on ESPN in 2003, but was later lampooned on the sports comedy show Cheap Seats that first aired in 2006. In junior high, Lautner, who was involved in karate, baseball and hip-hop dance, won the award for Best Smile and played in the school's Turkey Bowl American football game. He went to the public school at Valencia High School in Valencia, California until his sophomore year. Chatter and Tabat, who once portrayed the Blue Ranger in Power Rangers, Lightspeed Rescue, suggested to Lautner that he take up acting. For a few years, the Lautners flew from Michigan to Los Angeles for auditions when his talent agency called and returned to Grand Rapids for school, sometimes the same day. Lautner balanced karate and acting with being on the football and baseball teams at his school and taking up jazz and hip-hop dance. After that became tiring, Lawton and his family decided to move to California for a month to try it out before moving to Santa Clarita, California permanently in 2002. Career 2001-2007 Career Beginnings In his first month after moving to Los Angeles, Lautner appeared in small television roles, small film roles and ads and commercials. In 2001, Lautner first appeared in the made-for-television film Shadow Fury. He then got a voiceover job in a commercial for Rockrats Gone Wild. He then appeared in small television roles on the Bernie Mac show My Wife and Kids and Summerland. Lautner then earned voiceover roles in animated series such as Danny Phantom, Buck Dodgers and What's New Scooby-Doo. Same year, he earned his first breakout role, starring in the film The Adventures of Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Lawton spent three months on location in Austin, Texas to film the movie, which was received with negative reviews from critics and was a minor, minor international success. However, Lawton was nominated at the 2006 Young Artist Awards for Best Performance in a Feature Film by a Leading Actor. For the first film, Lautner choreographed all of his fight scenes after director Robert Rodriguez learned of his extensive martial arts training. Months later, he played Elliot Murtagh in Cheaper by the Dozen 2, which was panned by critics being named one of the worst films of the 2000s by Rotten Tomatoes. After returning from Canada filming the latter movie, Lautner said he realised his newfound fame from Sharkboy and Lava Girl. In 2006, he appeared in the show Love, Inc. and the TV show, TV special, He's a Bully, Charlie Brown. Two years later, Lautner appeared in a lead role in the short-lived NBC drama 
my own worst enemy, portraying Christian Slater's son, Jax Vivian. Rolling Stone coined his early roles as either the popular kid, jock, or bully. 2008-2009 Breakthrough and the Twilight series In 2007, filmmakers began a search for actors to portray Jacob Black, a Native American friend of lead character Bella Swan in Twilight, the first film in the Twilight Saga film series. In January 2008, an open casting call was held in Portland, Oregon. Lautner had not heard of the Twilight series before, but was urged by his agent to audition. At his audition, he read lines with Kristen Stewart, who had already been cast as Bella, and they acted out scenes from the Twilight Saga, New Moon, and the Twilight Saga Eclipse. The film was a commercial success, earning $69 million in its opening weekend, and has grossed $392 million worldwide. It received mixed reviews from critics, having a rotten rating with a weighted average of 5.5 out of 10. In describing the critical consensus, it stated, Having lost much of its bite, transitioning to the big screen, Twilight will please its devoted fans, but do little for the uninitiated. On Metacritic, which assigns a weighted means rating out of 100 reviews from film critics, it has an average score of 56 on the 37 reviews. At the 2009 MTV Movie Awards, Lautner was nominated for Male Breakthrough Performance, which was won by co-star Robert Pattinson. Initially, director Chris Weitz wanted to recast the role of Jacob Black for Twilight's sequel, The Twilight Saga New Moon, due to the major physical changes that occur in Black between the two novels, and have a new actor that would accurately portray the new, larger Jacob Black. Black's role in the novel also increases significantly, with him falling in love with Bella and becoming a werewolf, putting the actor in a starring role. Representatives for Wyatt have stated that they would make a full effort to recast the high-profile gig, and MTV News confirmed that Wyatt was looking at Michael Capone to take on the role. However, Summit Entertainment said a decision had not been made. In an attempt to keep the role, Lautner Waite trained extensively and gained approximately 30 pounds of muscle. In January 2009, Waite and Summit Entertainment announced that Lorna would continue to play the role of Jacob in the sequel. In an interview, fellow cast member Kristen Stewart talked about Lorna's transformation, saying he is an entirely different person physically. Stewart later said he gets a lot of attention because he's buff, but I think as soon as the movie comes out, people are going to realise that's not why he got the job. Co-star Robert Patton said after seeing Lorna's body, I saw him and thought, Jesus, I'm going to get fired. In an interview with The Wrap, White said Lorna deserved a lot of credit for the movie's box office, stating, If you look at the movie, it should have been the weakest in the franchise because Robert Patterson doesn't play a big, as big a role. White said Lorna had to pick up the slack, and if his character hadn't been emotionally, not just physically appealing, the movie wouldn't have been as big a hit. The commercial performance of the film outpaced the first film, setting several box office records, including the biggest midnight opening in the United States 
and Canada and the biggest single day opening. The opening of the opening weekend of New Moon is the third highest opening weekend in domestic history with 142,839,137. The Twilight Saga New Moon also has the sixth highest worldwide opening weekend with 274.9 million total. Critical reception was less favourable, with the movie getting a 4.6 out of 10 average from Rotten Tomatoes and a 44 on Metacritic. I didn't really call that critical reception, but anyway. Lawton won the favourite breakout movie actor at the 35th People's Choice Awards. Although it began after the release of the first film, upon release of New Moon, Lautner and his co-stars Stuart and Patterson transitioned to teen idol status. With Lautner particularly admired by teens for his new physical characteristics, becoming a sex symbol. The trio appeared on many covers and televised appearances together, in between the second and third films in the Twilight series. Lautner was a part of the ensemble cast in the movie Valentine's Day as Willie Harrington, acted alongside his rumoured girlfriend at the time, American country pop singer Taylor Swift. The duo was nominated at the 2010 MTV Movie Awards for Best Kiss. Although it received generally negative reviews, the film grossed $213 million and had the second biggest opening in the United States for a romantic comedy film. Lorna presented at the 2009 MTV Video Music Awards and the 82nd Academy Awards. Lautner hosted Saturday Night Live on December 12, 2009, making him one of the youngest celebrity hosts in the show's history. 2010 to present, continuing Twilight and later projects. Lautner returned for the third Twilight film, The Twilight Saga Eclipse, in 2010. Receiving mixed reviews from critics, the film surpassed its predecessors to become the highest grossing film of the franchise and the highest grossing romantic fantasy, werewolf and vampire movie of all time at the American and Canadian box office. It ranks as 36th highest grossing film of all time in the US and Canada. The popularity of Lautner and his cast members continued to summit, especially via the Team Edward vs Team Jacob campaign promoted the film. Lautner's fan base also began to expand to older audiences. Lautner won Best Fantasy Actor at the 2010 Scream Awards and he was nominated for Favourite Movie Actor for his role in Eclipse at the 37th People's Choice Awards. In November 2010, The Hollywood Reporter named Lautner as one of the young male actors who are pushing or being pushed into taking over Hollywood as the new A-list. Lautner was not initially supposed to be in two films, Northern Lights and a movie based on Max Steel. Oh, sorry, he was initially, but pulled out of both films due to scheduling conflicts and better offers. Other planned projects were the lead in a movie about Stretch Armstrong and a hostage thriller Cancun. Lautner filmed a Bourne Identity-esque spy film with Ellie Collins entitled Abduction. It was released in t- September 2011 to universally negative reviews from critics, and Lautner's performance was heavily criticised. He appeared in the remaining parts of the Twilight series, the Twilight Saga, Breaking Dawn films, 
which were released over a two-year period from 2011 to 2012. Warner then filmed Grown Ups 2 alongside Adam Sandler and Chris Rock. It was released in September 2013. In 2010, Warner was considered to be the highest paid teen actor in Hollywood. In February 2014, it was confirmed that Lorna would be joining the BBC Three comedy series Cuckoo, replacing Andy Samberg. Lorna has continued in this role, co-starring in the BBC comedy for three series, from September to December 2016. Lorna co-starred on the Ryan Murphy comedy horror series Scream Queens. Public Image Publications such as GQ, Rolling Stone and People have referred to Lorna as a sex symbol, with the latter publication calling the actor the future epitome of pop culture. He's been called the new young adult star that can both woo the girls with his intensity and impress the boys with his rugged agility. According to Mickey Rapkin of GQ, the use of Lorna's physique in films has been compared to Megan Fox in her work. After his massively physical change following Twilight, Lorna became a tabloid teen idol with his co-stars Roberts Patterson and Kristen Stewart. Lorna determined to stay in the series, worked out every day and gained over 14 kilos of muscle in order to bulk up for the role of Jacob Black. In the remaining films in the Twilight Saga, Michelle lands of MSN Wonderwall so that Lorna's change may have saved his career. Several credits. Critics credit Lorna's physical characteristics for much of the success of Twilight series, with critic Sharon Waxman stating, As a tabloid teen idol, he certainly deserves some of the credit for New Moon's $700 million worldwide gross. Lorna's abs in particular have been subject to media attention, with the rap stating that companies bidding for the actors in movies in 2011 would shell out for the young actors much on display, though mostly untried abs. Mickey Rapkin of GQ said the film's marketing issues were solved when Lorna's abdominal muscles became New Moon's main talking point, not to mention his calling card. He was named number one on Access Hollywood's top five Hollywood apps list. Before the actor turned 18, his sexualized image was often critiqued and subject to controversy. In December 2009, Lorna appeared on the cover of Rolling Stones in a wet t-shirt. Jennifer Cady of E! Online said to wait a few months when Lorna would be of age, which would make this whole operation you got going on completely legal. In his interview with the magazine, after declining to talk about whether he was dating Taylor Swift, the magazine pressed Lorna on rumours of him being gay, which he brushed off. Brent Hardinger, a columnist for After Elton, blasted the magazine, calling the question unimaginably irresponsible, commenting that Lorna was just a 17-year-old kid, and that while the rumours were baseless and speculation from certain blogs and fans, it was disappointing that a legitimate media outlet would print gossip. Harding just said the magazine reached a new low. It did not have common decency, noticing that the line between child and adult is there for a good reason. Lautner stated that he does not want to be just known for his looks, as some have attributed his popularity to that and not his actual acting skill. In an interview, the actor revealed that he was originally supposed to have a bearing scene in the movie Valentine's Day. He stated the script said we were walking to school and Willie takes off his shirt and I said, whoa, 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 time out. He's going to take off his shirt in the middle of school? No, no, no. 
The reason I took off my shirt for New Moon is because it's written in the book that way, and there's a reason behind it. Lorna said he would not bear his chest for any role that did not call for it. In June 2010, Lorna covered GQ magazine. Actor was lampooning conservative writer Laura Ingram's satirical The Obama Diaries, commenting to have Lorna as a mascot for the White House Easter egg roll to fit their health-conscious theme and have Lorna don a furry bunny head and appear shirtless. In 2010, Lorna was ranked number two on Glamour's 50th Sexiest Men of 2010, Men's Health ranked him at third on their list of top ten summer bodies. Additionally, in 2010, he was ranked fourth on People's Most Amazing Bodies list. I think that will do for this evening, kids. I hope you found that delightfully boring and that you're fast asleep. And I hope that you had an okay Monday, or whatever day it is when you're listening to this. I'm going to try and sleep now. I wasn't having much luck before, which is why I started doing this. And yeah, thanks for your company. Good night.